broadcasting live, sitting outside with a man-eating plant, soaking up the sun and drinking some brews, is Craft Cryptid. open a cold one with your two favorite brothers conspiracies breweries and everything in between it's time for craft cryptids you know what there is nothing better than soaking up the sun and drinking a beer i say that's probably got to be for sure top 10 um, of leisure activities for sure top 10 top five i don't know depends uh, on well, where you're from certainly you, top 10 yeah houston yeah. the summer out here is kind of sucks to soak in the sun you literally are soaking from the humidity so yeah that's, that's why i mean so we've had uh two straight weeks of sunshine in seattle above 70 i've literally been out in my craft cryptids tank top in the backyard in a camper in a camping chair, a cold one in my hand, just soaking Man. in the sun, like absolutely like living the dream. Um, really like the last two weeks, all I've done is like the second I get off work and uh, I'm done researching my craft cryptid stories. Of course uh, I pop on outside with a, with the ice cold beer, but the beer you drink, when you're outdoors in the sun is so much different than a beer you drink like uh in the winter or like at a party or like with dinner you know like i'm not oh for sure today i'm drinking on the show um breckenridge breweries vanilla porter i would never drink this out in the summer in the sun i'm in the sun i want like a pale ale with almost no flavor or like a cider. I drink a lot of ciders in the summer, which I think I'll post it on Instagram and I'll review one uh, in a couple episodes. But um, or for sure, a, a nice sour, one of our yeah, sour. Like I really, I yeah. really uh, lay off the hops and the malt, and I start moving into like sours and ciders and pale ales or pilsners. Even like I don't. I was like gonna say pilsners, but yeah, pilsner in the summer. Like there is nothing like. So top, I would say number eight biggest joy in life, sitting in the sun, outdoor, you know, just drinking water, drinking uh, water, drinking beer. Number, like number three is sitting for me personally, is sitting with my feet in a river or a body of, any body of water, but preferably a river, uh, like my butts in the river too, you know, uh, I've had maybe two or three too many beers but i'm still just absolutely chilling in the river and i'm staring up at that sun getting second degree sunburns <laughs> that's, that's number that's number three greatest joy in my life you know i regret it for the next couple of days after but in that moment that's that's what i hope the afterlife is like is that moment forever yeah it's a great feeling and it's a moment that when you look back on it you're not thinking about the sunburn you're not thinking about that at all. You're thinking about the cold river water and you're going to face, you're going to face downstream. No, you're going to face upstream so that the, the water is going through your feet. Yeah. yeah. It actually, I'm glad, you know, I think we did that a couple of times in Yosemite in the river. We had oh. like 10, 12 of us lined up there across the river. Of course, the water shallow enough where uh, if you're standing, it's probably, you know, up past your ankles a little bit perfect you get drunk we had liquor and beer that was fun i remember that's the first time i drank a um, stone runation was sitting in the river and oh my god that stone runation dank as or all, all pg-13 this dank af bro on those hops but yeah that's bro, some great yeah. times i uh one of my favorite like one of those memories where you look back on it fondly but you're also embarrassed of it you know like i would never not tell this story but it is like still like a little self-deprecation of same thing we're in yosemite um i maybe was 22 i had just discovered craft beer like truly and i had brought um 24 bottles of this brewery from reno called um, great basin brewing it's all a little brewery and they had an ipa called 
um, Icky, uh, Ica, like Icathoris uh, IPA, Icky for short. Okay. And it was like soup for, as far as IPAs go, like it was not hoppy at all. So I was just drinking, cold, you know, hot day sitting yeah. in the cold river. Throwing I'm, them back. I, I think I had like, you know, in a couple span of two hours, seven, eight IPAs and sitting down, I was feeling good. I was like, no worries. Of course. S- somebody brings a fireball out. I took the stopper off the fireball and I took a big <laughs> old chuck. I'm party John. Uh, next thing I know is I woke up. I'm sitting in the river in this river. That's maybe just a, a degree or two above snow freezing, you know, uh, you know, I'm shivering in the river in the shade I haven't, I'm getting like carried up to camp and I, <laughs> I I threw up and then I fell asleep at like seven o'clock after being in the river for, you know, river drinking from like 11. So a little embarrassing, you know, and I had, this is when I lost a lot of weight. I was, I was a skinny little guy and I couldn't hold my booze. So that's a great story, <laughs> uh, you know, embarrassing, uh, but also uh, such a funny memory to look back on now removed. Like, um, yeah, greatest joys, man. So Anyone out there, I hope if you're not, I hope you're out in the sun listening to this episode if you have the opportunity to. Awesome, man. It happens to the best of us. We all have those stories where we just got obliterated. Um, Before we get into our beers and then, of course, our topic, just touch base on this really quickly. So, you know, there was a leaked video of UFOs recently. Mm. And... Mm. The U.S. Department of Defense came out and confirmed the video is legit. Oh, yeah. Yep. And it was, you know, captured by the Navy. Basically said, that's all we're going to tell you because of security reasons. Of course, they're not saying it's aliens. They're just saying it's a flying object that's unidentified. Literally, you know, the exact meaning of UFO. Literally. I know when. Yeah, unidentified. And I know when people think UFO, automatically they go to aliens. But so that's kind of interesting. It's just interesting, you know, the last couple of years, how willing the government has been to say, okay, there's things going on that we can't fully explain. And it's interesting because a lot of these yeah. are being captured by the Navy. A lot of stuff, you know, out, you know, out in sea and everything. So I don't know. I thought it was interesting. If you haven't heard about it. Definitely go on Google, check it out. There's a few good articles out there. Uh, the Pentagon's basically saying, yep, it's legit. So I think really, I think it's really highly possible in our lifetime. So I'm 37. You're 26 or 27? I'm 27. Okay, 10 years. In our lifetime, definitely possible and plausible, beer leaveable. Beer, definitely beer leaveable. Yeah, that's <laughs> that the, the government's going to come out and say there's aliens. I really think so. Yeah, you know, it's um, it seems like that, right? Or at a minimum, the government is going to come out and say, we don't know who's flying. Like, we know that these aren't from Earth, right? Like, they might not say, like, there's aliens, but you'll be able to infer it. You know what I mean? Like, there'll, yeah. be, there'll be something. And They won't come um, out and straight say it. it, it exactly. It, it's pretty amazing to think of, you know, I think often, like, technology is, like, kind of hurry up and wait. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I learned about the moon landing, right? No one's gone back to the moon since. And, like, in the last couple, in the last, what, six months to a year, I've heard, like, a ton of like we're getting a ton of drones sent to Mars and like now we're getting our first color photos of Mars back and we're learning more about um, Mars every day about how there's there's water actively under the crust um, how like basically basically how life very easily could have existed on Mars in the past um, so all that to say like I wouldn't be surprised if in our lifetime we get a satellite to some other planet hella far away and they're like oh you know there might not be aliens flying spaceships, but look at this weird space cow or whatever, you know, right. uh, I so see that's, what you're that's, the, that's the other thought is like, you know, obviously in my, I, I, you know, I want to believe that's what this whole podcast is based about, right. Is we want to believe a lot of these things, even though we know maybe the percentage is pretty slim. Uh, but I do want to believe that we'll find some sort of, extraterrestrial life whether that's 
an alien animal or, you know, some human, or may- maybe there's like a civilization of robots out there that was, or something like AI, you know, alien AI. I don't know. It would be pretty neat. Um, but then I hope I die pretty quick after. I hope it's like when I'm 85 because I don't really want to deal with the, the after effect. <laughs> Screw but, that. I want it to happen now. I want to know. I want to get up in that, bro. It's my and you know alien what? and I want it now. But <laughs> with aliens, aliens now. Yeah, that's a catchy tune. We should uh, get into the studio and make a little jingle on that. And yes, I want to believe we are just like Fox Mulder. Also, big ups to Elon Musk. He's going to get us to Mars. Man, I just recently watched an Elon Musk uh, interview. And after this, we'll get into what we're here to do. But Elon Musk interview from 2012 on 60 Minutes. And pull that the heartstrings a little bit. It was talking about him with SpaceX and all the stuff he was trying to do. And they, the interviewer brought up Buzz Aldrin and how Buzz Aldrin basically was like, eh, what are you doing, Elon? Like, wasn't a fan of what Elon was doing. Yeah. And in the interview, Elon, he, he starts to almost cry, bro, because they asked him, like, how did you feel about that? And he's basically like, man, it hurt. That was the Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, he's the guy. He's my hero, basically. And to have my heroes basically talk shit about what I'm doing, it hurts. And he's like, hopefully they'll come around, but good old yeah, Elon. Well, he's human too. Know, he, or is he, he invented a, maybe? He invented a tunnel with like LED lights or something that people were excited about recently. I don't really understand. It's supposed to be like a, a tunnel for autonomous cars, but it's one lane. If your car gets stuck in it, it seems like a death. It seems like a death trap to me. I'm not sure. I do remember a few years back him talking about burrowing tunnels under LA for a new type of type of travel, but I don't think it was. Yeah, I think not he for did cars. It, it was something that would go a hella fast, like get you from LA to San Francisco yeah. in like a couple hours. I could be fully wrong here, but I think he did it in Vegas, and it's like to the Boring Company headquarters, uh, like as I a think test. You're right. And it's um, it look it looks cool. But I don't quite like practically. I have no idea what the practical application of it. It's like a single lane road. You there's no like you cannot you couldn't do a three point turn in it. Uh, it looks like you're going into a different dimension with the lights and stuff. But um, it seemed like more of an influencer kind of like media thing versus like being practical. But that's the world. Who knows with that guy, man? Who knows? Yeah. All right, so He's let's get into our reptilian. Oh, 100% level level X. Reptilian. We'll get into those the levels at a later time. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. talk about our beers. I am oh. drinking a beer from Half Moon Bay Brewing Company. It is called Calf. I can't even say it. What is this? Calf Ean, like California Ean instead of caffeine. C A L F E I N E. So it's a play on words. Caffeine. Uh, already. Already not liking this. Not a good getting off on a good foot. Can't say it. Please, Half Moon Brewing, stop being so cute. It's a coffee milk stout. So this coffee milk stout, six point five percent ABV, twenty three IBU, and essentially it's a coffee milk stout brewed with espresso, rich, creamy, and balanced by a roasty aroma. So not the biggest fan of this beer. But I'm not going to rate it based upon how I like it. I'm going to rate it based upon. No, hear me out here. I'm, not, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm not. No, a I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to rate it based on my opinion. <laughs> I'm just going to rate it on my opinion. <laughs> so listen, I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm not a huge fan of coffee taste. Okay. So if I had to rate this just on a taste of how so I like it, it's, it's something different outside your palate. Yeah, your it'd palate. be like a two and a half for me. But for someone like yourself, I know you like coffee. Yeah. For my wife Tanya, she loves coffee. Pretty sure you guys would really dig this. So I'm gonna give this a four out of five, with the caveat of you must like coffee. If you like coffee, you're okay. gonna fucking dig this. Fair? I, is that fair? I think that's fair. Yeah. Come on, bro. I'm not going to hate it based on how I feel, but on how I think other people will feel. <laughs> oh, um, hey, um, our producer, can you c- clip that? We're going to save that for later. 
Uh, that was a great line. We might have to get a second trailer or something going. Uh, there we go. We'll put that in there. What are you drinking over there? I know yeah, you mentioned so it briefly. I mentioned it earlier. It's called Vanilla Porter by Breckenridge Brewery. I think I, I rated this on Untapped already. I've actually, uh, I had I bought a six pack of this. And the first one I had, I was like, ah, it's all right. And the second one I had was, ah, okay, not bad. And by, uh, by you know, day five or six that I had, or yeah, by, by the fifth, like, sitting because i wasn't drinking them all together i I had them separately by the fifth uh sitting i was like oh this actually this beer is really good so a little bit different you know my i think my opinion changed a lot as i drank it but um right now so it's a vanilla porter by breckenridge brewery um on it it describes itself as having roasted malts with notes of vanilla um on the front end when you taste it really malty um, really smooth for a porter uh, and for people who aren't super familiar with beers, um, you know, not necessarily as thick or as heavy as a, as a, as a stout, as you would expect. Um, it's 5% ABV, which I thought was great for this type of beer. Um, really the main flavor you get after that malty hit is um, like a vanilla bean, which I really liked. It's the type of beer that I think maybe, the first two or three sips doesn't do it justice, but as you finish it and you really get to taste the whole thing, uh, you're digging it. I think it's the type of beer that you would order in person and have one. And if you didn't drink halfway through, you wouldn't finish it. But if you finished it all the way, you probably would order another one. So, Bartender, uh, oh, let me get rating. another. Oh, somebody snipped that. Uh, I give it a 3.75. That was my initial rating. Um, but... I think on uh, the right day, a four. So three, seven, five to a four is my my rating. And that's based on my opinion. Now, I'm not going to rate this beer based on how it tastes now. I'm going to rate it based (laughs) on how it may taste in the future. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Boom. Boom. I love it. All right. Let's set the mood. Okay. Imagine yourself in a national park. Pick it. It could be a state park if, if you want as well. We don't discriminate. State park, national park, whatever. Or if you're our one listener in France, think about a park over there. <laughs> There's Just, French national parks. So you're in a park. Let's say it's about 5 p.m. It's dusk. You're deep in the forest. Let's say you're you're 10 to 15 miles deep in the forest. You're okay, walking so around with your crew. Let's say you're doing a search and rescue. Let's really get really specific. Okay, so your boy or somebody's boy is out lost in the woods, and I'm one of the boys looking yep. for your boy. Gotcha. And then all of a sudden, you veer to the right, get a little off the path. The sh- sheriff and the crew over there, I don't know what they're called. Johnny, Johnny, France. you out here? Johnny, you out here? And then boom. Lo and behold, you just run into a cement staircase. There's about five steps. Goes nowhere, and it's just out in the middle of the woods. No sign of anyone living out there ever. Nothing. Fuck. What's kind of creepy, right? Yeah, definitely. So you're saying we're we're deep in the woods. We're deep in the woods off trail looking for your boy, Johnny, I guess. Uh, And we just run into a set of like a stairway to nowhere, a stairway to heaven? Question mark? Uh, probably not to heaven. This is yeah. craft script. Stair- yeah, that's true. But a stairway, yeah. a random stairway. A that's stairway. Really how, to get, how to get out there. As as my son said the other day, he it's funny. He doesn't want to say the word hell. He's seven. He called it heck. So maybe a stairway to heck, possibly. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Hey, so he's, he's onto something. Here we are again. Reddit has been a really great source of some weird, creepy stories. And I feel like it's even creepier because there's more unknown with Reddit because the sources are sketchy. It's weird. So on Reddit, there are a bunch of users who are reporting that they're finding staircases out in the middle of the forest anywhere from 10 to 60 miles deep in the forest. Yeah. 60 miles. That's deep. Like nowhere. That's remote. That's incredibly- um, completely remote. And it's 
happening in America, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Philippines. Oh, wow. This is all on Reddit, right? So let's talk about one of these cases, okay? It's an American Redditor who claims that they were a member of a volunteer search and rescue group. Hence why I kind of went there with my story. Now, this person told a little bit of the, about their experience encountering what they call isolated staircases, right? So this is a direct quote from the post. This person says, I don't know if this is true in every search and rescue unit, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into. On just about every case where we're really far into the wilderness, and she said about 30 to 40 miles deep, at oh. some point, we find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and put them in the forest. Like WTF. So it's not even like just one instance trying to say this is like a normal thing out there. Now, this person says, and I don't know if it's a male or female. that hasn't been disclosed. This person says that they asked the first time that they ran into a staircase like this asked one of the other officers in the search and rescue groups said, Hey, like, what's this all about? He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's normal. We run into those all the time. Uh, That's that's somebody who's been jaded by whatever they see, like the other stuff they see, you know, they're like, I've seen enough shit in this job that I'm not worried about these weird staircases. Yeah. Strange. And they, they say that other people on the search and rescue team said the same thing. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. But Said, don't worry about it. It's normal. But, and I love this, very emphatically, just never go near them. Never go near them. Never go on them. But, eh, don't worry about it. (laughs) As long as you don't get anywhere close to the cursed staircases, nothing to worry about. (laughs) Now, this one's wild, too. The same poster, um, Search and Rescue Woods is the name of poster on Reddit, said Mm. that, the same search and rescue officer that said not to go near it said that sometimes they've even seen staircases upside down in the forest. Cement staircases upside down. Now, how that's freaky. How do they get right? there? That's freaky. How would that even happen? Right. Now there's another guy who commented on this post saying, Whoa, I didn't realize this was common because I, I had an experience myself. Uh, what? It's like how you could maybe think, you know, in the search and rescue group, they're saying it's common. Maybe they ran across two or three, yeah. right? In but this someone, one area, you know, like maybe right. there's some weird staircase bandit. Or exactly. Like the staircase bandit. On, right? Home Alone 4, the staircase bandit. Can't wait. So this person said, well, you know, I came across these in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Rural West Virginia, saying it was about 40 miles deep. But then they kind of said 40 miles, 30 miles. I don't exactly remember, but it was really, really deep and ran into stairs. They said maybe there was a house that it was connected to, but there was no basement. There was no like chimney, like no other debris of any sort that would ever give away that there was a house there said that there was 16 steps specifically and is that is that a theme the 16 steps it's not no because 16 steps i saw pictures of some that had four steps like there's no really theme as to how many there are it's really interesting that there wasn't even like they didn't even find like a foundation because i feel like if there's one thing that's going to survive like maybe a lot of like my first thought, like, maybe these are homesteader steps. Like, there's a homestead way back in the day, and everything else is degraded because maybe it's like, a log cabin or something. I don't know how fast that kind of stuff degrades. But, uh, you know, may- maybe the staircase survived because it was cement. But if there's not a – if the foundation isn't there, which would, would also right. be there, also right? Be it's the same material. Yeah. yeah, so that's what makes it even weirder to me is, like, these staircases are fully independent of anything else. And so deep in the woods where no one's living, another person replied, say, oh, weird. Me and my cousin, we live in Michigan. We're out in the woods and we come across this clearing in the woods and we see three different sets of stairs. 
We go up to them, said there's nothing really weird about the stairs. There's cement stairs. The one thing they did notice that there's no grass growing around the stairs at all. That was one thing that they thought was creepy. And so this just keeps going on post all across the world of similar, right? And basically that's it. There's deep in the forest, random stairs. They're all cement. That's the one thing. They're all cement stairs, which I think is crucial, which we'll kind of talk about. But out in the middle of nowhere. How do you get cement all the way out to the middle of nowhere? Even powdered cement, like that's heavy. It's not like there's roads there either. So, yeah. Very strange. Now, here are the theories, right? Lots of theories. Now, one of the theories, which is probably just pretty simple and just using your logical thought process, is it's probably settlers from ton like a couple hundred years ago maybe they built houses there and had stairs and that you know over time the houses are gone things decompose and the stairs were left right yeah but a couple hundred years is not that long for like an entire log cabin to to fall apart and i just want everyone to know i have not researched this so this is just me thinking out loud as a i want to believe and i'm trying to figure it out right but my thinking is 200 years ago right so i i was like well when was cement invented i looked it up it was invented in 1824 so i guess okay it's possible because my thought was like that they wouldn't have cement back then it'd probably be wood but no 1824 is when cement was invented possible now here's the fun theories craft cryptids (laughs) of course And now remind you, this is all through Reddit. So there's no like newspaper articles about this. There's no um, published books. There's no media of any sort, right? Kind of, again, like an urban legend almost. One of the theories is that these stairs are portals to other dimensions or portals to hell. Which would be another dimension, right? Which would be another dimension. So yeah. Maybe that would explain why some of the stairs were upside down because they had evil intentions. But you think about it. How would that work? You just go on the stairs and poof, you're gone. Maybe that's why yeah. the officer told that person, don't go on them because I've seen yeah. someone disappear, but I'm not going to tell you that. I don't know. Not sure. This that's is the next not, one. Yeah, go ahead. Interesting thing to like circle back to is that these, it seems, I mean, obviously they're out there, I guess outside of search and rescue operations but they're <laughs> regular you know so, but they're regularly seen in areas where people go missing yes so that's, that's interesting to me right exactly so like, that's where that could connect like if i'm backpacking and i see a set of stairs i'm totally checking it out like oh man i haven't seen a person in four days why is there a set of stairs out here like i'm definitely checking that out you're gonna check it out maybe even use that place to rest for a little bit yeah exactly so maybe people are disappearing. Maybe that's what the issue is. Another theory is that these are altars that have been created long ago um, from evil cults or satanic groups. And that they use those altars for their masses to sacrifice people or to sacrifice animals. To walk up really high on <laughs> yeah, so I don't. So part Again, of it is you know, so there's like a circle, and they're like, "Well, I want everyone to watch me." So they built a staircase so they could go up there and be like, "We're evil!" Like, did you proclaiming it from the top of the staircase? <laughs> I'm just imagining like 16 steps, right? And they're like 200 years ago, and they have a human sacrifice. Like, hey, they got Joe, Joe McDowell from town. Yep. He has nothing going on in his life. Let's sacrifice him to our evil He volunteered. God. He's like, I got it. Yeah. Right? Come on. He walks him boy. up. All right, man. Time to go. You're going to die. Push him off. Ah! Oh, I think I broke my ankle. <laughs> For maybe even sprained. I think I sprained it. <laughs> oh. And this is what the most evil intention of all. A sprained ankle. <laughs> The gods will put favor on us. Or I guess not the gods. And for the rest the of demons. his days, he walked with a crutch for a couple of months. So, I mean, ah, there's not much to 
substantiate that. Like, you know, they don't find, from what I've read, they haven't found carvings or or blood stains from way back when. Yeah. I don't know how long blood stains last, so maybe that just feels like an possible. easy opt out. To be quite honest, I feel like the the satanic cult like is often an opt out for things we just don't get. Of course, you know? always. I guess it's an easy opt out. But okay, so. So it's, a th- it's a theory, though, right? It's just it's just as likely as the portal to hell. Let's put it that way. Right. True. Now, so I read through this. I'm like, okay, like I get it. It's Reddit. Um, I I wanted to find some legit stairways. I was like, let me go on Google, see if I can find any legit stairways out there that exist and that are um, written about. Not much out there. And the stuff that is out there, there's easy explanations, right? So um, one, there's a place in Virginia, Carnifex Ferry Battlefield State Park. It's near Summersville, Virginia. That's one of the places that's talked about as having a stairway to nowhere. Well, looking into it, the state park, talks about the stairway they promote it they say oh go up the stairway there's nothing bad up there though and that's at the top pr issue of like they're like look people think this is haunted we have to make sure people know it is not haunted maybe that's good that could be the case i'm just thinking like if i was a park ranger that's i would be the park ranger that, that would uh pitch like well what if we what if we leaned into this weird thing huh Now, supposedly you get up to the top and there's just a clearing, leaves, trees, and you, there's like a, a lookout point. So gotcha. And they say it's a stair to nowhere, but to me it looks like a stairs to a lookout point. So it's kind of false okay. advertising in my yeah. ideas. Um, another one is in Cambodia. Now, I'm probably going to butcher the name of this. It's a Nom Kulin, P-H-N-O-M. K-U-L-E-N, part of Nam Kulin National Park. Now, this actual area is supposed to be, and this is where I got a little more interested. So it's supposed to be like a holy mountain for Buddhist and for Hindu. Okay. Um, there's a tribe called the Samurai tribe, Samurai, S-A-M-R-E probably, that used to live in the area. And so, you know, there's... I looked up the pictures and there's staircases that look, they're kind of buried between, you know, beneath vegetation and debris, but they're there. Just looks like a super old civilization, which there's proof to back that up. Okay. So, you know, nothing crazy there. And then there's a couple other ones that just, they're not even worth getting super into because I don't think they hold any water to this, but um, Etruscan Pyramid of Bamarzo, I guess I'm butchering that. They just look like old style, like Mexican pyramids that were done by like a less known civilization. And it's just old. So I don't know, man, the story's cool. But when I looked into more stuff online and there's nothing there and it's all like just legit stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But how- I think what, what makes me question it and what is creepy to me is I think in a lot of, um, you know, these European um, kind of Western and Southeastern uh, Asian stories is like you, you've had recorded histories of people living there for a long, long periods of time where they also built this type of architecture anyways. Like we know like, well, just cause the stairway n- now goes to nowhere. Like it's likely that at some point it went to uh, a temple or a holy area or to somewhere, right? Cause like, right. people were living in the area. What's very creepy to me is thinking of like forests in America where we've had a long history of indigenous peoples, but they weren't building, you know, they're, you know, I could be fully wrong here, but they seem to be more nomadic. They weren't build, they weren't building like large architecture throughout the country. You know what I mean? Like stone architecture, like a stone hedge or something. Well, they wouldn't build a stairway up in like a, into the middle of the forest up to something. So that would be that's really weird to me. Thinking of like 
I, mean, I know we've been doing a lot of stuff kind of around national parks and national forests lately because I think we're both in the, interested in that. But like, I can't imagine like I'm out on a hike, backpacking, and I come upon a and the, the thing that's specific is a cement set of stairs, so it can't be that old, right? A couple hundred years old, not a couple thousand years old or whatever, out in the middle True. of the woods. That's weird to me um, because it is something that like. Ha- Okay, how did it get here? How long has it been here? And why was it put here? And all those questions should be able to be answered kind of even with someone who's not an expert by looking around like, oh, well, here's a foundation, probably was a house, or oh, there's a there's a doorway, or oh, there there's a hill up there, like maybe these right. stairs used to go up longer. But if it's just like a clearing and there's it's like an independent stairway, that's pretty creepy to me. I wish like the upside down staircase, that's the one that really interested me. I wish there was a picture or something like that of it, of the true story. But I feel like we got to jump on our craft cryptids um, Reddit and maybe interact with these people. That yeah. and maybe see if we could get someone to come on the air. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. I um, I have this like. You know, so I read this story when I was, when you mentioned this, the one thing I looked into this was I, I saw somebody, cause like I kind of heard about the portal to hell or whatever, but um, I saw like a one, one search and rescue user from Reddit said something along the lines of like, um, they were told like, if they ever went up the staircase, they have to make sure they count the steps all the way up and all the way back down. Whoa. And if the number doesn't match, they have to go back up and back down until it matches um and like hmm. i didn't really understand that but i think maybe what you're saying is like it's a port so if it's a portal to somewhere else and let's say there's 16 steps going up but 14 steps going down and maybe this is like a, one of those that we've, we've talked about this before like with the uh, cern portals i think of like maybe it's like these are weird touch points between timelines of like you know i you go up the stairs and come down and now you're in the timeline where like everyone's allergic to grapes or something, something <laughs> random, you know, or like I went back up and went back down and everyone's like, it's the Berenstein bears, not the, it's spelled this way and not the other way. Like, man, it's like, maybe it's like a connection for like Mandela effect kind of stuff. Um, That'd be interesting. Yeah. Cause you could think of 16 steps up, but 14 down, 14 down because you just transferred to another dimension or yeah where there's only and there's somewhere. only 14 steps on the stairway yeah. on this dimension and uh i do love this idea of like you know every, when everyone thinks of alternative timelines they think of things that are like crazy different but i love the idea of like a timeline where it's just like yeah everyone loves uh the color green in this timeline like it is universal green is everyone's favorite color in this timeline <laughs> like just dumb stuff like that and obviously like it would have a ripple effect on how everything works but like the core difference is something super small like yeah in this timeline uh we domesticated bison they're our favorite pets everybody have you met billy he's my boy he's out in the backyard right now my pet bison so yeah. i don't know i love that hey, idea. you should check out because we're kind of on this topic is there's a movie on netflix it's new um i can't think of the name i was trying to look it up right now but hot take no, I can't think of the name. It's brand new. It has the guy from, you know, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Yeah. The guy who's the Falcon. He's the main character in the movie. Is it called Synchronic? Synchronic or Synchronic. Synchronic. Yeah. yeah. And it has. So um... it's interesting. I watched it. It's not an amazing movie. Basically, without giving it away. Anthony Mackie. That's the actor. There you go. Yep. There's I like a synth. A synthetic drug. So you know how you know you could buy synthetic weed or synthetic weird yeah. shit from the gas station. So there's a new synthetic drug out, which is so much worse for you than like it's like if you're gonna do heroin, oh, so much which worse. no one should. I want to put this out right now before <laughs> I say this: no one should ever do heroin. But if you're gonna do heroin, do that and not whatever the synthetic heroin right. drug is to get past the drug test. So the movie though, um, they take it's a pill. And I think it's like seven minutes, 15 minutes after you take the pill, you yeah. travel on time. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, I, yeah, I don't want to give it away because I, I actually watched it last night. So now that you brought it Oh, up, you did? You watched I just it? watched it. Yeah, it, it is Perfect. a great, like, 
Interesting, right? Tonight, I'm going to watch, you know, what am I doing? Nothing. Let me just throw, right. some Let me throw something on. Yeah. Really solid type of uh, movie. So, I, well, we are hitting hard-hitting reviews here on Crab Cryptids today. Uh, this movie <laughs> is good if you have nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's true, though, because I'm not, I wouldn't go to the theater and see this. And, like, it's the quality type of movie. It has the exact quality that I thought it would. Like, it's not a a blockbuster hit it's not a b movie quite i mean the plot's really interesting Uh, it's a little cheesy at some parts but i I like the part that's kind of weird to me is that and i don't care hey listen if you haven't seen the movie yet stop listening to us because i'm not going to keep talking in code give you a couple seconds one two okay spoilers the part that i like and was interesting is that you would go to a different time depending on where you were physically when the pill started to kick in. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I uh, I also liked that, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, necessarily, I won't get into it, but I thought Anthony Mackie, as always, is, uh, like, he kind of plays the same character a little bit, not a, like a little bit, but um, I just love him. He's a great actor. I, at this point, I would watch almost anything he's in. Uh, there's that Black Mirrors episode that he's in that's super like I never weird. saw that. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's basically about uh, hey, hand, you know, if you're if you're a sensitive person, don't listen to this, I guess. But it's basically about like a video game that you like actually it's like VR, but it's fully immersive, like you're actually in it, right? And it's like a Tekken style fighting game, and so he he chooses one character, and his friend chooses like this other like hot girl character and they bang it out <laughs> and like, Hey now it's, like, it's about like, Oh, we're two straight dudes in the real world, but we're just, we just play Tekken all the time and we're doing a different type of fighting in the game. Super weird black mirror stuff. Uh, and again, in that, in sounds that, like black mirror. Yeah. In that episode, I'm like this, I'm kind of uncomfortable, but I love Anthony Mackie. He's a great actor. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah. That's I don't know how we got here, but Black Mirror does that though, which I think tells you a lot about it. It makes you there's a couple episodes where you're like, uh, it's kind of weird, kind of uncomfortable. Well, yeah, and then like, but now like some of these some of the old Black Mirror episodes, um, you're like like there's that one in particular about like how people's like people rate you in real life and it yes. like, impacts your ability to do things. Like there's some like that's kind of like a lot of things is moving towards that. Now, not in the like social media world but like kind of like a credit score-esque world that some other country like some country and maybe that's something we, we talk about later but some countries are putting some sort of like um rating system where your peers can rate you and then like it impacts your credit score which impacts your ability to like get loans and go on flights and do and do things like this yeah. and um it's you know a lot of these things are things that we like fantasize about or like dream about like well if this were to happen how how would it impact society and it's like well some of these things are happening now in this weird you know the world we live in now is like the 1980s dystopia of the future if that makes sense you know it does yeah um so with all that being said stairways i like i like hugging it or tossing it to what i mean i'm chugging it to to the yeah, stairways existing first. That's oh, chug. Good point. Chug, we'll do a couple chug. of these. Yeah, chug, okay. Chug to the stairways existing. Double chug is happening. To the stairway being, um, being a portal to hell. I don't think I'm chugging it. To the stairways being a portal of some sort. Believable. I'm not yeah. tossing it or trying it. It's barely. We got to bring that back. It's barely livable. Um, I don't like the satanic cults idea, if only because like that's a lot of work to like. What you're an evil cult of avid backpackers, right? Let's travel 40 miles into the forest. <laughs> yeah. Little like, inconvenient. Hey, do you want to worship Satan? And do you want to put work in to do it? Join the stairways. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that. <clears throat> the stairway hikers. You might not die, but you'll twist an ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has to jump off the stairway for initiation. We promise. 
I'm going to chug it to the stairs existing and then being creepy AF. In fact, I do think that um, Lionsgate should make a movie about it because they love making shitty movies. Um, you know, Lionsgate, the movie studio, they always make horrible movies. The, the lion, like from like the like a 1920s lion that totally was abused to make it roar in for like a video back in the day. That man, yes, Lionsgate. Poor, I feel bad for any animal actor pre-2020. Actually, Lionsgate made um, the movie Silk Road. You know about Silk Road? Silk Road, since you don't know, I can tell. Silk Road is on the dark web. Silk Road is essentially where you could go and buy illegal drugs on the dark web. Anyways, the more you know. So I'm chugging it to stairs in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I am chugging it to the staircases being portals to other dimensions. Because why are you going to have all these search and rescues in these areas? Uh, duh, because portals, bro. Uh, yeah, and, I got, it's like I got lost in a portal. <laughs> yeah, and I'm tossing it to the cult and satanic rituals. So two out of three is not bad. I think you got one out of three. You got to up those numbers, bro. Oh, so I have to up my numbers of believing in something. Yeah, dude, you got to open up your mind, man. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's all right. So, uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Well, well, yeah, we're... before we, I guess before we roll out, uh, I, uh, something weird Uh-oh. is, um, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry, everybody had to listen to that. Uh, yeah, cool. Thanks everybody for listening. As always, I'll do our general plug here. Um, we're craft cryptids. We would really appreciate it if you follow us on Instagram. If you don't already, send us an email at craftcryptids.gmail.com. Um, make sure you tell your, you know, tell your dad, tell your mom, tell your cousins, tell your uncle, uh, tell that neighbor down the street who refuses to let you borrow a flower. Um, tell your uh, barber. Um, you know who would be, you know who would really like craft cryptids is the grocery store clerk that asks if you have a rewards card. They would love craft cryptids. Um, other folks who would love craft cryptids that we would ask like you to recommend it this to would be um, your teacher for a class that is way too hard. Um, maybe uh, the dude on the corner who nods at you hello, but you know you don't really know him. That guy would love craft cryptids. I know someone who would um, love craft cryptids. Who is, I mean, He's doing curls, but he's just looking at himself. He would love craft cryptids. Um, I know someone who would love craft cryptids. That who? one neighbor who's lives all alone with cats, and she's the nicest lady in the world, but you try and avoid saying hi to her because you know if you say hi to her, no matter how hard you try, it's going to be a 45-minute conversation because she just rambles and rambles. Every time you try to end the conversation, she won't let you. She would love it. You know who else would like craft cryptids is the person when you're at a stoplight and they're playing like their music really loud, but you you're not upset because you like the music they're playing and they see you enjoying it. That person would love craft cryptids. You are correct, bro. They would love it. You know, there is another type of person, though, that would love craft cryptids. It's the old man who every day with no fail at 8.30 in the morning, he has his walker and he's walking a lap around the block. And every time mm-hmm. you wave at him, he turns so slow that he doesn't ever see you. But you know he's there and he's a nice guy. He would love it. He would. And he reminds me of another person who would like craft cryptids, who is that guy on Sunday morning who starts mowing his lawn uh at like nine which you know you should be up but you're not up yet and you're kind of pissed he started to mow his lawn so early and he's out there in his jean shorts he would love crap cryptids that is our demographic right there dude our demographic but i i must admit i know there's these type of guys who would love craft cryptids <laughs> there's those guys when you talk to them and ask them hey have you seen this movie and they're like yeah i've seen that movie and then you like quote a line from the movie and like you're cracking up and they're like, oh yeah, I remember that. 
so you know for sure they've never seen the movie, they would love it. That is the target demo of Crack Cryptids for sure. Like, I also think adding on to that, the guy who is always like, he's a self-proclaimed like art buff, you know, music, movies, paintings. And they're like trying to describe like something that was super enlightening to them, but they don't know the name, person or place of like the piece of art they're trying to tell you about. That guy loves craft Oh, they love it. They love it. Yeah. Man, we could go on and on because so many people love craft. So cryptids. many people, so, so many craft cryptids, especially the guys who they lived in a single family home and mm-hmm. they only had one parent and they dreamed their whole life they wanted to be a conductor on a train. Their whole life, and they then they grow that. up and yeah. they're homeless. They would love it. Yeah, true. Hey, we're a big former train guy podcast. I'll tell you, we are now homeless. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, all right, y'all. So, all I'm trying to say is, please tell somebody about Crack Cryptids. We're back. We're up, we're back and back and up and up. Uh, at this point, I'm just saying nonsense. But we would, if you like this episode, and this is one of the more recent, like you know, you haven't listened to a lot of our episodes. I would recommend taking a look back at um, our missing 411 episode, where that episode kind of inspired us to look d- deeper into this topic. Um, and if you haven't already listened to last week's episode, Feral Humans, where we also talk about some things that are happening out in nature and national parks and in the wild. So. Um, I'd love to do that for folks to help them. You know, if you like one episode, reach back in our our uh, discography. I don't know if that's what it's called. But, um, anyways, thanks you all so much for for listening to Craft Cryptids, and we look forward to uh, talking to you tomorrow or next week or in twenty minutes. However, you're binging Craft. See you guys. Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is blurry. And that's extra scary to me. Because there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. Run, he's fuzzy. Get out of here. Gotta go. I have a...